just like that, they buy it. They eat it up. You pander to them, you thank them. I mean, really, people, I thought you were a little bit smarter than that. I mean, it's just so easy wow. to say the name of the city. You cheer. Hey, oh, Stephanie, you. Stephanie, you just cheer. I just, mean, just come on. Welcome to the A Show. What's happening, everybody? It's Justin here with Meals for the episode 106. Is it 106? It is 106. Oh, wow. Of the A Show with the Kings of Pro Wrestling Podcasts. Um, what a week. <laughs> I'm exhausted. I'm, I'm exhausted. I was exhausted from Sunday on. Like, I'm like really just done with, with the whole thing, right? I'm so, let's say this. How can I say this? Instead of speaking the truth, I've—I don't want to say I've never been exhausted anymore because I've definitely been on plenty of social media events where I've just felt exhausted and just like I don't want to engage anymore and I don't want to, uh, you know, just speak about a lot of things anymore. I kind of just want to keep to myself and then hope all this, you know, passes on. But this is a similar feeling. I feel like this has been a very polarizing, divisive topic um, in terms of what has happened in the world of professional wrestling in the last couple of days. Something that, you know, I would think we have a special vested interest in considering we are, you know, people of color uh, who um, like to promote other people of color and... Mm. Um, you know, a, a major proponent for everyone sort of advancing and just the representation that we've been talking about for the last number of years. Just in case anyone has missed it, we've been talking about this for the last number of years. When StarCast was coming out and they didn't have any sort of mm-hmm. uh, representation, mm-hmm. just remember who was talking about it uh, before uh, anything really sort of happened around that. Yeah, fuck um, that. Like, who started that wave? Who took the arrows for that last year? You know? This is true. Who took the I mean, heat oh, for all of that? I, I fell out with a friend of mine over this. It's crazy. So it's like we've been, uh, you know, we've been, I say, proponents of this entire ordeal for a very, very long time. And, you know, just to see what's happened this week and just kind of seeing what, how divisive it's become and kind of how ugly it's gotten and how uh just the entire news story because kind of like spiraled out into this entire ordeal. Um, yeah, it just makes you makes me just like I'm just having a week where I'm just like between this and then everyone's like, oh, there's also Crown Jewel, et cetera, et cetera. I'm just like, eh, let's see what happens Friday night on SmackDown. That's where I'm at. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just like, what's the next thing? Let's see what's the fo- what's the follow up on, on on NXT this week. That's what I'm trying to figure out. Like, You're trying, to so <clears throat> trying to keep it posy. Trying to keep it posy. This is going to be a, I think a, a, I mean, not again. Like it's been a weird 
ever since the the TV rights thing happened, ever since AEW hit, ever since all this other stuff hit, like it's like the news has been kind of like front and center, where it's just really about the shows or about like the ratings. But the thing is, you know, what's weird about the news now is that like it's not really about like you know us having the hot takes, which is great, or us having like no holds bar, which we have a huge no holds bar this week. It's like the news is literally just all on social. You know, it's just like it's yeah. literally just social media stuff. It's like the way that we're consuming this stuff now is just it's twenty four seven. It's literally in your face every single day, and it's very very different from literally a year ago when we were in this position. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, I mean, a year ago we had Roman being gone. You know, so you know, it, it, you're right. I think it's because of I feel like this entire year, especially to build up to the new AEW show. And just the the polarizing, you you really start to see like fans really kind of picking sides, a sort of polarizing thing. People getting a little chippy with one another, et cetera, et cetera. All after the fact, um, it's a it's an interesting. I would say it's a very I don't want to say toxic. No, it's, I want to say it's toxic. That's what I, it is. Like I don't Mills, think it's, I mean, Mills, you had. I, I think toxic when it gets to the point of we're now insulting people and we're going to and we have reached that point don't get me wrong we have reached that point but i definitely do think in terms of just the general scope if people like one side more than they like the other by all means you have that right to like one side more than the other you have a right to watch one show more than the other you have a right to your opinion too i honestly don't care um I watch what I watch. But no one has a moral ground and that's where people are arguing from because everyone feels like they have to be right and it's like Oh, Your yeah. company or this they they're people higher above you that are like making this like this is legitimately about entertainment. Like yeah, mm-hmm. I tr- I troll and shit like that, but I mean like I'm bored <laughs> for like a good <laughs> a good portion of the day. So like us I mean let's get into it. I mean we we kind of have to get, get into it. it. Yeah. We're, we're kind of walking around it. Uh we're going to go right into no holds barred. Uh the, the energy is so different on this episode energy is mad different but um jordan miles formerly known as ach on the indies uh nxt uh wrestler out of literally nowhere sunday morning well sunday morning for me it might have been early afternoon for you meals came out mm-hmm. with a tweet about a shirt that a month ago and i know we didn't mention it here when nxt went live on usa this was a part of a, a batch of shirts that the new talent or the new shirts the talent would have. Yeah. We saw this shirt. I remember seeing the shirt and being like, I don't remember actually paying attention to that shirt. Me I saw either. Of, I saw a lot of things, to be honest with you. Me um, either. I saw a I lot remember, of shirts. I remember crapping on the Diana Perrazzo and Chelsea Green shirts. I remember saying the Gargano shirt was cool. I remember saying the Damian Priest thing, I think was like, whatever, Matt, whatever, Baron Corbin type shit. And then I saw the Jordan Miles one and I said, I don't, I, you know, it's funny. I didn't put two in. I honestly didn't. And the thing is, I don't remember there being a crazy outrage about the shirt. I do. Nah, remember people, I don't think there definitely wasn't. There definitely wasn't at the time. And not to say that. Um, not to say it's, it's not a bad like, shirt. Right, right, right. It, it, there, there just wasn't. It was out a month ago. No one sort of realized it at the time. I know I didn't because they, once again, um, as people say on the internet, they released 900 designs. Um, 
I looked at all of them and I remember initially crapping on all of them because I was like, oh, these are kind of lazy designs. But then once I'm actually thinking about it and thinking of like actually the time it takes to make all of those logos and prepare for the actual show, it's like everyone's first shirts is going to be crap. And no one's no one's gimmick is fully developed. No one has developed any true catchphrases. It's literally names on shirts and logos on back, you know, things. And that's all so, the shirts are. Unless you're like, yeah. unless, unless you were Undisputed, Gargano. Unless you're Gargano. You're right. People who have pretty much, you know, Velveteen Dream. People who have yeah. gimmicks. People who have been fleshed out over the last year or so. Um, people who have been just their entire presentation has been thought through they're the ones who get in these awesome shirts if you're mm-hmm. just kind of starting out and we haven't even seen diana De- perrazzo and um chelsea on tv yet but they got Which, shirts it was on one time i think the right. first episode um and we, there's it's a shirt and you know it's it's jordan miles gimmick he's a smiley guy he smiles all the time i think i even mentioned it one time it's just like I, I really don't like the smile gimmick i thought it was kind of like eh, not yeah, my not I, my I, cup I of tea it's, it wasn't yeah, my cup same. of tea, and so it's it's supposed to be teeth, <clears throat> as his as his mouth or, the, or you know the name is supposed to be his teeth as the mouth, and you know I don't remember ever seeing this shirt after that. He never wore. He hasn't been on TV in a month, and he mm-hmm. came out and he said, you know, basically, this has been sitting on my soul. Uh, this shirt has you know I basically hate this shirt. I, can, I it's basically just going in on WWE. Saying this shirt's racist. Race. I mean, he came out of the gate. This shirt is racist. Their WWE is racist. Um, You know, I'm trying to actually let me find the actual tweet. Yeah, and it's weird because it's like you're you're seeing all these tweets like posted all over the internet, right? And you know what? When when we get to the actual part that I that probably uh, triggered me the most is probably then we'll talk about it. But yeah, he says. he says oh god i'm trying to find the original tweet but it was really Um, sporadic all of the tweets that he's had for the past 70 something hours have been really sporadic and and quite frankly like all over the place right yeah i mean there's been a lot of it's a lot of things where wwe i mean they definitely put out a statement in response to the things that he says but they haven't gone in details in terms of just like hey we're proving this guy wrong and here's kind of why um but and then that um, also that also coincides with the fact that like I'm pretty sure all of the higher ups are like gone <laughs> overseas yeah. right now. Um, I don't know if anyone in NXT has like the power to respond to that, whether that be behind the scenes or whatever. But they look right now, they only look, Triple they look, H has the power <laughs> exactly. And like, my thing is that, like, honestly, before you even find the tweet, like, they look really bad right now, they look terrible right now, like, they should not. Mm-hmm have designed the shirt it shouldn't have even gotten any type of uh any any product shots none of that stuff it should have just went down i'm more i'm more shocked that like ace at jordan miles signal boosting this shirt and it being we, everyone was like whoa whoa and then like i think one someone came out and said you know they took this shirt down and they replaced it with two other ones and that's when my kind of like my uh, a exclamation point came over my head like what that's weird so if they did right. if they took it down a month ago and put up two new ones or put up a new one. And one of them looks like, like the uh, space jam design because he's like the basketball mm-hmm. player type thing. I was like, well, that's, that's, that's odd. So Jordan's going and going and going. This hasn't sat right on my soul. You know, 
then he says later on that day, like he's responding to people and stuff like that, saying, you know, I'm, you know, I'm trying to do the best that I can, but you know, I, I didn't approve this shirt, and they put it up, and Vince McMahon, Triple H, I'm not gonna stop till we get what we deserve. We, we, we deserve, and that's right. for, and that's he wants to be rep. He doesn't. He, they want to be heard, so to speak. And then what? What kind of caught me off. And this is where my right. Let's go started. through the timeline in terms of everyone's sort of train of thought on this. Okay. But but yeah, go on, go on. Yeah, like my where I got caught up at was I see these type like I don't know about anybody else here, but like it's so knee jerk now that it, you turn the switch. And it's like and it's weird with like wrestling Twitter because it's like these companies are not woke at all, and nor nor are these like nor are a lot of the performers in them. So it's like to me, it's like let me take a step back and think about what's being said here and, and really break it down. We were, me and you were in our own individual conversations, breaking it down. This right. dude says, since we're not going to be heard, I want everybody to change your avies to black and white and then hashtag for the culture. And I say, all right, <laughs> what are we doing? Like what? It, okay. You say just, you said your statement, everyone's going crazy over it. Right. Mm-hmm. Then you follow it up with a hashtag and a and in and, and a and like a social scheme. Like this seemed like a marketing plan. I right. I felt as though like this was like not was not sincere. I think that your your sentiment is there. You're it's wrong. I think that it's like one hundred percent wrong. Like yeah. <laughs> adding your adding where you work. I don't want to see that. And adding your your boss, your direct boss, and the boss of all bosses as well. Um, so I'm thinking, uh, I'm uh, thinking of somebody in like the regular work world saying, "If I was to do that, my black ass ain't getting hired nowhere after this. Mm-hmm. It's, it's over for me. That makes it harder. Like I'm like, you don't got to take a bullet in that way. I don't want to see Jordan Miles fired. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't want to see him without a job. So I'm thinking like, no, 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 don't do that. Don't do it like that. <laughs> like the whole time, I'm like, don't do it like that, bro. We, we got to be, and it sucks that we have to show in situations like this, we have to show that sort of grace where we have to be like silent about it. Because if it was a white person, they'd be all like, you see all these wrestlers, these white wrestlers, oh. Luke Harper, all that shit. They're like, oh no, I don't want to be here no more. I, I requested my release. We can't like, right. in a way, we can't really do that. You know? Right. Might so, well. yeah. So I was, I was thinking like, I'm like, damn, am I just give us our release? <laughs> exactly. Like, I because my thing is like, if I was to do that, where I've worked at, I've, you know, places I've worked, I worked at Universal, I worked at all these places. If I was to go on Twitter after the fact and say they did me dirty and this, that, and a third, I don't, you don't know who's looking. You know what I'm saying? Right. So he keeps going, and then he he says, "Jay, leave well, well, hold on. Go ahead. But before we go on, let me let me give my sort of point of view on this entire situation." Um, I initially saw the tweets, uh, and I was just, I was taken aback. At first, I was taken aback by the damn shirt. I was just like, well. And also, how did we miss that? (laughs) Yeah, how did we miss it, first of all? But it was just like, it was in a sea of a million designs. I'll be honest with you, I didn't notice the shirt. Um, So I see the shirt, and I'm like, well, this is terrible, like, Mm. on all different levels. And it's it's terrible that the shirt got to this point. It's terrible that so many different things got here. but then you learn that it's like the initial shirt was taken down and he acknowledges that the initial shirt was taken down right. in place. And I was like, wait, this is happening from a month ago. What's actually, uh, it's not that it's not wrong. It's still wrong. Yeah. This is kind of stemming from a month ago. So my initial thought was, oh, this has to kind of be in retaliation for something or in response to something at least, because 
there's no way to me, I mean, you can definitely hold on to grudge for an entire month, but to me, it takes some sort of catalyst for you to bring this up and actually take this public as opposed to kind of dealing with it kind of internally, as it probably should have been, to be honest with you, and probably was to a certain extent. Um, he says, I, heard, I, keep- I heard that it was. Right. Um he says, I mean, it's a it's a it's a terrible the shirt. He says, doesn't matter if the shirt was replaced. The fact that they even made the first one overshadows anything until we get what we deserve. And I'm just like, <laughs> huh? <laughs> I, I was just like, but all right. So time out. I understand. Trust me. We've been in sort of situations. It's very tone deaf. It's very ignorant. It's very someone who who should by all means and, you know, on the it's a challenge podcast that I do with Maggie, we're going through this other situation where one of the reality girls um was in blackface just a couple months ago, and just like she's now she's just been and it's just like now you should know better and I think in two thousand nineteen we should know better, so I don't want to stray away from the initial point that people should know better at this point, yeah, but especially them especially this company. <laughs> Especially WWE. And I mean, considering um, people are like, you know, oh, WWE has been built on racism for years. And I'm like, yeah, actually, there's been a lot of racist characters and a lot of racist things that has happened. But I can actually applaud and actually say that they've taken their steps in the future. And we've got more people of color on TV. We've got more stars. It's not just like, oh, we're catering towards, you know, the Hispanic audience or something like that. We have people like the New Day. We have people like Asuka and Shinsuke. We have people like um, Mansoor and Jinder Mahal and Ali and so much other thing so i think to we need i think it's important to acknowledge the steps that's been taken since then because i do believe that a lot of things in wwe was built on like that old boys club and things like that and things just like a decade and change ago like you heard that report where where, um what was it i think it was it michael hayes and mark henry and that whole sort of situation right and look how far we've came from then right like in terms of what's been learned from since then and what's been carried out since then. And then it's like, I mean, what, what we've just, got in the past year, period. How even, <laughs> even Jordan miles, right? Like, yeah. Oh shit. Like the one Jordan who miles. won the tournament. He yeah, won the he, tournament. He, he had a main event match on NXT. He's only been in the company for what, like a year, maybe. Yeah. But they trusted him in a sense and just be like, all right, this this is a guy we can build upon. This is a guy we can he's got all the skills in the ring and he can do it in the ring. So to me, if I'm, you know, putting myself in the show, I'm like, yo, this is crazy. But also understanding and looking from design um, that this is wild. But then it kind of goes on. And I think that's kind of where it gets worse. Like I, I thought that my believability went down with with each tweet. Yeah, I, I would say that as well. And it's not in terms of I don't believe that because initially I'm like, OK, I don't know what he's been through in his life. I don't know his past. I don't know how he's been brought up. I don't know what kind of things that he's gone through that probably I haven't went through, but we've gone through similar things with similar skin color and all this other stuff like that. But I don't know the extent and the brutality or anything that he's gone through in his life. So I don't want to tell him that he can't be outraged about this shirt because quite honestly, he should be outraged about this shirt. Yeah. Um, but for to me, in terms of con- not sort of the basis of his continuing, but kind of the execution of this all, it kind of looked very, very shady to me. I mean, and not shady as in like, oh, I'm using, you know, I'm using representation for my own sort of benefit. Like I'm using this for and I think honestly, 
in result of this, I th- I think a lot of people on Twitter have used this for their own personal benefit. And it's one to say that one hundred percent. Like how many? I think. People... Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I just think you know that's what's kind of sad to me is like a lot of people using this and it's not sort of standing on their own and under not really kind of like understanding like why this is happening where this is happening but under just immediate as you said a jerk reaction and then responding in kind with um you know here's my this or here's my that we got shows here we got shirts here we got panels here we got all types of things going on over here like we've got so many different things and it kind of it, it it takes away from the actual point of what you're trying to do. It's like, yo, are we really, are you supporting this man or are you like, I don't know. Well, here's, just- here's what, here's what's shady to me is that he signal boosted the right message to the wrong people. Mm-hmm. There are people that I saw that had very point, that had very measured opinions about this. And that is, and everyone does agree with this. WWE was wrong for that shirt. For oh, yeah. for all of what they've done, they're they're five steps back with that shirt. I'm just still amazed that no one caught it beforehand, or I didn't see anybody catch this beforehand. But apparently, right. they caught it internally. So it's yeah. like, can, can I, so so yeah, they knew they should have known better, but then they did know better because they took it down because you know it never went to print, it never it never went on sale. So it's like he he signal boosted the right message, but then he signal boosted it to an already ravenous, you know, opportunistic. And really feral amount of people that are one anti WWE, which is fair. They've been there. They've been around forever. People mm-hmm. that are that are willing to, like you said, use this to boost for their own gain because they're you know they're not even in the same situation as him. You know, it's like oh, yeah. it, it, it's just like what <laughs> are you doing close. this for? And then it's it's three. It's like there's people that just want to have a they they just want to fight online. They just want to argue with something online. So like if that's the thing, then. Then it's like, okay, well, fuck. Well, here's my argument here. WWE has never respected black people. They've always hated them. You know, and it's like we had this conversation with, with Kofi earlier this year. It was like, we are so trained to think a certain way about how we're represented on TV. And mm-hmm. they've done so much to try and like every single what, – what do we do every single month when Kofi had a title, a title defense? I said, he's going to lose. What was my what was my whole thing on Mania season? I was like, he'll, he'll lose a Mania, or he'll he'll lose he'll win a Mania, and lose it the next day, or something like that. Like right. we were we we're prepared to think the worst. They gave us hope here, and then they then they pissed us off again. It's like I can I can acknowledge where they're wrong, but I can also acknowledge that things that I've seen personally and call me whatever the hell you want to call me. I've seen how they treat personally. I've seen the personnel behind the scenes. Shout out to Cornell. Shout out to everyone back there, NXT working hard. I've seen the personnel back there. It's and I and remember I've been there two years ago. It was whiter than a sheet. Two years <laughs> later, it's a bunch of different nationalities and colors working there. Then if you want to say it's fake, if you want to do that, there's a bunch of companies doing the same thing too. So it's like yeah. it, it's catching that blind spot. And it's like Triple H, he fucked up too. He shouldn't have had that blind spot. He should have known it. You know, he right. should have known it. There should have been somebody in that room talking about that. But also Jordan, and then we're gonna get to this. Jordan should have known too. Jordan should have Jordan should have known too. And I think he, I mean, in terms of just the entire continuation of this 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 rant on Twitter, and he says, you know, 
he followed up the next day because the first day was just a Twitter storm. First day, it was just everyone just rockets. But he follows up the next day. I think it was yesterday, Monday. He says, when I originally saw the shirt design, I was uncomfortable. Rather than addressing the issue, I decided to counter offer with another. Baker London lied to my face. He said Triple H wanted this design, so my hands were tied. I spoke with Triple H in person, and his impression was I approved. And to me, I'm also like, wait, so... As opposed to <laughs> going with your morals and the ethics, the morals and ethics that are going, you know, making you go so hard on Twitter and and and, and say all these things and call people all types of coons and all this other type of things or Uncle Tom. Can we get to that? Can we get to that? Can we get to that? Oh, you, you have to get to that because it's a. But you, you go that and then you see that and you feel pressured and it's like, I, you know, it's. I feel like that's a situation where you kind of step in and you're like, yo, I'm not really comfortable with this. And here's the reason why. And I assume from there on out, it's no questions asked and we're let me, changing. Let it. me tell you a story. Let me tell you a story. When I was working at an unnamed company, they wanted to uh, do an interview with a rapper. Uh, let's just say his first name was famous. That's his first name. I want to say the rest. Okay. So, um, I did an interview with him. It was a video interview. He was clearly out of his mind on drugs. Clearly out of his mind. I, I proceeded through with the interview. I cut it short, actually. About 15 minutes shorter than I, than I should have. Usually they, they run 30 minutes, and then we just edit it down, right? I mm-hmm. presented footage to the higher-ups there. One of them was somebody white. One of them was somebody black. One of them was somebody Asian. So that's, that's three different people, right? They're looking at it. They're laughing. They love it. They think it's hilarious. They're like, yeah, we should do a show like this with, with just bad interviews with people that are that are drugged out. And in that position, I said, should I just be silent and let that slide? Or should I say, you know what? I'm not letting this young man who clearly needs help be broadcast on a big stage like this and make us all look stupid. I said, mm-hmm. no, I don't want I don't want this. I don't want this to be published i think we should throw this out i think we should just delete all the footage like i don't i don't even want y'all to find this one day and think that it's funny and use it for something else right and and what i do within marketing within advertising social all that stuff that i do i face with positions i'm 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 the only black person in the room a lot of the time and i still am where i'm at now i have to speak up because i can't let this type of stuff happen. I can't let these types of egregious things happen. They look to me to be the person to say, yo, is this wrong? Where's my blind spot at? Because some of these people don't know. Yeah, they don't. They just so, don't. So some when I... Don't never, they never understand. So when I see that, you know, he, he approved it. Someone approved that the first time through. Someone right. saw that the first time through. Hell right. should have been raised that first time through. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't care ago. what background it was on. I don't care if it was on a white shirt, black shirt, gray shirt. They, from the email you see that he he posts, he was like, there were multiple designs because it says Road Dog likes the gray one. Right. And probably the gray one looked a lot less offensive, to be honest with you. But, you know, it, just from that sort of standpoint, you're like, hmm, actually, no. And here's the reason why. I think that would have yeah. been a simple email. And, and Triple, H, just like, Triple H wanted it more teethy or something like that, which would have been like, Actually, I think it w- w- 
that probably would have ruined the smile look a lot. I don't know what mm-hmm. Triple H was going for there, but it would it would have definitely covered up all the red, right? Yeah. So like, I don't I actually. I actually don't know. I don't actually. I don't know. I'm, I'm not even. Whatever. The shirt sucks. Whatever. So shirt's terrible. You see that there, and it's like WWE released a statement. They said, "Yo, he approved it, and we we ran with it, and then we took it down after he told us that he didn't like it." He clearly he clearly puts up on the email again. The email makes WWE look real bad because they should have again. This is like their second or third time had to have been where they could have saw this and called us and said, "Jordan, you know what? We think this looks a little bit eh." But this was the teachable moment for Jordan for him for them to, for him to say, "Nah, don't do that. Don't even don't even make the product shots. Don't put it in black mm-hmm. or nothing." Let's go with this one. Then, like, people can say and what they want to say. Because, because of this, that, and the third. Exactly. I'm talking from, like, an African-American perspective. I'm seeing a lot of white journalists saying, well, we all know that no, the talent has no clue what their merch is, is going to look like. He did. He did, because it says it right there. <laughs> he he <laughs> there's, did. There's a, there's a lot of talking without actually knowing the facts, especially on Twitter. Well, I mean, that's generally how it goes, but the there's next, a lot of talking without even considering it. The next morning, he, he leaves a, frankly, disturbing video with him in the dark. Him in the dark, baby. S- saying WWE right. doesn't care about black people. And I said, what, is, what, what are we doing? What are I we doing? Agree. What are we doing? I mean, he said, and that just wasn't the only thing. I think the most scathing thing was the thing that he said about uh, what's his, what's my man's name? Jay um, Lethal. Jay Lethal. And it's crazy because, and I see, you know, I see Up Rocks took it down because um, I was looking for it because it was definitely there. Mm-hmm. Um, but seeing all these sort of majority white publications having to post this tweet of this black man calling another black man and uncle Tom and hashtagging for the culture and says, and seeing all that, that's the thing that kind of like triggered me internally because I shouldn't, kind of like I shouldn't a, see, I shouldn't see uncle Tom on post wrestling. Yeah. On post wrestling sheet, a sports illustrated on up rocks on Fox sports on anything sort of going on ESPN, whatever, like it's a, all these sort of, we shouldn't actually see that. And if this is actually for the movement that you have, the hashtag for the culture, then that's, that's a step back. That's a terrible thing that you've done. And he doesn't regret anything that he said. He says that he didn't regret anything that he said, even though he took the tweet down. And then I also think it was reported because it says now the tweet is no longer available because it violated the Twitter rules. Um, <laughs> but I don't know if it was that tweet or he definitely took down also the tweet with the email from homeboy um, uh-huh. Baker London, because yeah. that was also, I mean, imagine how many emails that guy's getting. I mean, granted, terrible shirt design. Terrible shirt, but it's like, I don't know. I, I don't know how the sausage is made in the creative department. I don't. And, I, and let's say, let's say that no one does clearly not the wrestlers, not some of them at least. Right. But again, you don't, you don't, say for the culture and say that you're for this culture and say that you're trying to push the culture forward by, by pulling people down. Right. You can feel how you want to feel about Jay Lethal. If that's not your mans, that's cool. Don't, don't, don't do that on social when these white people looking at us and anyone that was co-signing that fucking statement, 
y'all lame as hell too. And laughing and, and all this other stuff. I'm like, really? So this is kind of like this is so in sort of one end of the spectrum. It's like we're for the culture and we're sporting things and we're turning our avatars black and white. But on the other hand, it's like you call this you know this black man Uncle Tom and everyone's crackling and laughing as this man who is the, clearly the top of ROH has been there for quite some time. Over a decade. Over a decade, both champions, just a, a face of the company, doing his best in his sort of situation. And everyone's just laughing and all this other stuff. And it kind of made me wonder. It kind of made me question, like, really, what's, you know, the basis of all of this? Why is this continuing to go on? Um, he says, why should I apologize for being honest? Why should I not voice my opinion and state the facts about the state of the business? I am proud to be a professional wrestler, and I am more even more proud to be African-American. Stand with me and stand behind me. Hashtag or, for the culture. Or, or, you know what, man? Forget all the problems that I had with Jay Lethal. We're we here to move forward. All, this, yeah. all the beef we had, that would have made it real to me. When he did that, I was like, man, he, he know he know what he's doing. He know who he's speaking to. He's speaking to people that that can that can signal boost this and, and give him some clout. That's what it felt like to me. He's taken advantage of clear all the wrestling fans who know we're gonna bite on this. And I've talked about this earlier this year. I talked about it in another instant, and I talked about it a lot more with the Sasha Banks and Bailey thing in terms mm-hmm. of Sasha Banks not coming back and kind of like praying with all these little quotes and all these little things and kind of thinking on the fans. And there are fans that are bite that up and they're these are people who know this. Mm-hmm. They're people who know 46,000 followers. You're just going to bite on and now it's going to become an actual wave. And it's kind of like, it's actually sad, not sad to see people fall for it, but it's in a sense, it's like, it makes it a much more toxic environment than it has any right to be. Like it, and then, it, then it, it grows and then, then it grows and then people get caught up in it. There's people who are mutually know fighting with people that i have that like what 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 are we fighting listen this this look at what this is doing to us <laughs> man's questioning people's verified accounts i mean i I'm think like, the, that check mark is the the bane of people's existence I, listen i wish it listen it meals it has given me nothing but the but the ability to not see what anyone tweets at me because <laughs> literally that's what i i don't i don't see anything but verified tweets anyway i have to like go into right. my mentions to see it that's why you might see me like Pick, you know, I like you see me like pick and choose certain people to respond to because that's what I like. It's it's so many, but it's like listen, I don't I don't care about what I say. Like listen, I got people that work there. I got friends that work there. Yeah, my my friends Wale like that. That's cool. But what they got to do with that shirt? Is your Avi black and white? Right. <laughs> that's what I'm wondering. <laughs> well, hold on, I, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Are you black? Hmm? Oh, oh, oh. All right. Never hmm? mind. Also, like like black wrestlers, whatever, they could have handled that better. I'm I'm saying names there because that's what hurt me the most. Black wrestlers, come on, bro. Like y'all, could, we how, again, who took the arrows? Who took the arrows so Starcast could open up and say, you know what? Let's get Kel and let's get Andreas. Who took the arrows for that? When I said, "Hey, why, what are black people like? We need to get these people up there. We need to get Stat Guy Greg. We need to get." It wasn't even about me. I didn't say a show. I didn't say a show because we weren't there yet. Right. I said, get these people, get Alexis, get all of these people. It's, you can go find them tweets. But you saying that, that I, I, I'm a sellout. I'm I'm brainwashed because I said, you know what? I'm not turning my Abby nothing. You should have handled this kid. I mean, it, he really should have. Same same thing Booker T said. Shout out to Booker T. Y'all going to say Booker T a cool? 
Booker T went through way more. Booker T went through way Mills. You notice he went through way more stuff. Went through way Jordan more, Mark. man. He had Hulk Hogan call him an N word to his face. Like, come on. Then you had Mark Henry coming out. Mark Henry did today come out and he said that Jordan Miles is dealing with some mental issues, which I think confirms something that me and you thought independently that there was something going on with this kid. Because there's no reason why that it's these all caps and lashing out and all this other stuff, especially a month later. There has to be some sort of, I don't want to say, I don't want to blame it completely on mental issues, but there has to be something going on that sort of triggers this entire thing, which is what we came to because we've seen this situation before in various other, you know, different places and stuff like that. Like it's not, it's not foreign that this sort of thing is going on, but people are so quick to bite on and people are so quick to follow and people are so quick to, you know, all this sort of viral and viral and vicious and toxic sort of tweets to sort of move forward with all this. And you know what? If that's how y'all want to act, that's fine. I really don't give a damn of what y'all got to say anyway. I I said my two people. I said my two cents. I said everything that I kind of felt. I held back a lot that I actually felt for this actual show because I kind of wanted to express it in a more constructive way as opposed to going to Twitter and then having a lot of people in my mentions jumping around asking me, what the hell am I doing? Am I tap dancing cone, et cetera, et cetera, like that. Um, So I held back a lot of it um, to talk about it here, not just for listens or anything, but to actually have an actual, to express my thoughts in kind of the way that is probably best for me and actually probably more constructive and yo if um, we don't if we don't say your name if we're not talking about you and th- this goes for mills or anybody around like if i'm i don't say i don't sub no i don't do none of that i get a lot of this stuff like third second hand like yo you see this a lot of it like third second hand because they definitely won't add you and i'm just like oh really wow what, Okay. Like if if I'm blocking you, that means that I don't, I'm good on you. I don't need to see the, I don't need to see what you're talking about. Like we good. We don't need we don't need to have no no response. Whatever. Like let me do me. I'm letting you do you. What? what and you, I don't what? even like blocking. Like I'm like whatever. <laughs> like if we're not talking about you, we're not saying your name. Like don't come. What is the sense? Yeah. Don't come in. Like what are you what, what are you doing? You looking stupid out here. Like and the, and, the, and, and my homeboys, my homegirls is just just jumping in. I'm like, listen, man, just let's just chill. Ain't nobody fighting. Ain't nobody doing none of that. This is pro freaking wrestling. This is something that we love. Like, ain't nobody about to do nothing, bro. Period. Right. Like, if somebody want to talk, if somebody want to talk to me, you know who to get to to get to me, and we can we can talk it out. But ain't nobody fight like this. This whole thing blew up into something completely else. I had I was watching Raw last night and I was just like, yo, like this made me literally forget about everything that was going on these past 24 hours. Like this is what it's all about. Right. Like us, 100%. us propelling this forward. This conversation should be had at a at a constructive level as to why this company did this and why they're wrong. And yes, they need to apologize still. And I'm hoping that we get some type of explanation out of this soon because i know triple h is going to do some type of press conference i know he is i know oh, yeah. he's got he's got to be <laughs> of ready course, for he's got to he's got to he's gonna be in the uk next week he's gonna be so over I'm, a, I'm gonna wait to see what he gonna say about this but i think your boy y'all like like Mill said y'all need to check on your boy because something's not right over there something's not right you need to check on him you need to ask him like yo how can we solve this in terms of just you maybe you need a question a few things about this i wouldn't say quickly jump to a conclusion just because i wouldn't say it's like baiting but i'm just saying don't be so quick to jump on the bandwagon about these other things especially when you saw you know when you saw uh 
What's his face? Street Profits main event Raw last week. Come on. When you saw Kofi Kingston win WWE Championship at WrestleMania. When you saw the Street Profits on their second show on Raw, get the loudest ovation of anybody on that show. Come on. It's a disservice to those characters. It's a disservice. And Titus O'Neil, Titus O'Neil came out. He's like, yo, don't do <laughs> Titus O'Neil came out like the uncle. And he's like, listen, I respect everything that you sort of going for and the things you did, but don't don't Not ruin it for way. everybody. Yeah, yeah. This ain't the way. He's like, listen, those who have he says, I'm in 100 percent agreement. The shirt is very distasteful. That being said, I'm bringing others into this to vent your frustrations or issues that have nothing to do with the WWE or the shirt is very distasteful. If it's for the culture, don't attack those in it. I think everyone can sort of follow those <laughs> sort of words, to be yeah. honest with you, um, because it speaks volumes, especially from a guy that we all respect. So. Shout, shout out Titus, shout out Booker T if you haven't heard that, it's out now Shout out Mark Henry, I think the the On Demand should be out by the time you, you hear this But he actually does have some very poignant things to say He's very concerned about him and, and I pray that Jordan Miles gets the help that he needs But, you know, that was that was our long form winner Let's quickly get through these shows <laughs> that, was, that was so long, oh my god Let's, let's get through these shows um, Crown Jewel is on Halloween, it's on Thursday um, I will. I'm not gonna lie. I'm gonna. I'm gonna watch the Brock match, the the Braun match, uh, and the Fiend match, and I might uh, check out the the Hogan Flair thing. I might check that out. If it, not, I think it's at one p.m. Yeah. Eastern, ten a.m. So, for me. Ten a.m. I'll be at 10, work. <laughs> I mean, that's a something to have on in the background. To be honest with you, yeah. but um, yeah, I'll probably watch it as well. I mean, there's not. A, I, I usually. When I didn't watch the first one, I missed Titus O'Neil busting his ass. <laughs> and then and, when I didn't uh, watch the other one, I missed uh, Goldberg Taker, and I'm just like, bro, I can't, I can't miss that. <laughs> or no, I missed the I missed the tag match, which was a missed all this other, the old dudes, all this other stuff, man. We're gonna watch it. Um, yeah, we're, I'm we're sorry. Gonna watch it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. We're gonna watch it. Um, it's an undeniable card. It looks fun. I'm sorry, bro. This this and this after we went on race for forty minutes on the show. Uh, who who yeah. do you think? Who do you think's winning uh, between Strowman and Tyson Fury? God, <laughs> boy, <laughs> I forgot that match existed. Um, well, because it's only on SmackDown, and SmackDown is the easiest show to forget by Tuesday. I'm giving it. You know what? I'm giving it to Tyson Fury. Yeah, I really I think don't see it for Braun to be honest. With you. <laughs> like, I think Braun. Yeah, ain't no Braun ain't doing that. I think Tyson's going to win too. I think, but I mean, if Braun doesn't lose anything in a loss here. I think he gets the the, the mainstream appeal here, and I think that's what they're going for. Uh, mm-hmm. Brock versus Kane Velasquez. I'm not too hot on this. Kane was terrible on SmackDown uh, last <sighs> did week. Did you see that ass whooping on SmackDown? Dog? That was one of the best ass whoopings ever. But also, did you see Kane trying to act uh, concerned about Dominic? Literally <laughs> from oh, the worst. On one knee. <laughs> from the worst. <laughs> <laughs> from I'm the worst. On one knee praying to the guy. He looked like Cameron acting in that scene on uh Killer Season when his when his uh his niece gets shot. He's like, I don't give a fuck about nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I think I oh man, I don't you know, they're paying a lot of money for Kane to be here. But I I don't think that he would be mad if he lost. So I think Brock is gonna win here. I think Brock might have a program by uh by Royal Rumble. 
Yeah, I mean, quite honestly, I'm not really trying to watch Kane Velasquez try to pull it out <laughs> against Seth Rollins at Survivor Series. So, um, yeah, Brock Lesnar. <laughs> Let's go, Brock. But what makes it more interesting is that, like, we're going to get this match again, but we also have Seth Rollins versus The Fiend, Bray Wyatt now, and we'll talk about this with Raw really um, when we get to it in a couple seconds. Uh, Seth has been kind of talking about he's being disrespected by the fans. So I think there might be something weird at play in this match. Uh, of course, his falls count anywhere. The match cannot be stopped for any reason. That means if you get stabbed, they cannot stop it. It has to be pinball no. or submission. <laughs> no, there's just nothing. If something happens, something happens, someone blow up an arm or something, it cannot be stopped by any means necessary. And I think they're going to take that to the 100% the most brutal level to be honest with you mm-hmm. um and i think we may see an even more darker side of seth rollins i'll say that i yeah. mean it's for the universal championship and the fiend is on smackdown like <laughs> what again stupid <laughs> stupid stupid match Stupid match, man. Come on, bro. <laughs> so, Seth Rollins is my winner. <laughs> again, don't ever book yourself into a situation like this ever again. Please, mm. WWE. Please. Uh, I think that's it for Crown Jewel that I care about. I, I think that Team Flair is going to... I mean, I think Team Hogan is going to win the match, by the way. I'm going to say Team Hogan as well. Yeah. Yeah. Just send the crowd home happy. Uh, SmackDown. From last Friday. Let's, let's see. I actually have to try to remember it. It was not, it was definitely the go home for a crown jewel. That's, that's what it definitely was. It's just such a safe show. Like, it's like when I watch it, I'm like, there's nothing here that's going to offend me in one way or the other. The matches will be serviceable. Here, you had a bunch of squashes. Like, there isn't really much to go on here. You had Nikki Cross essentially having an extended match with Mandy Rose. You had Kalisto's beating Drew Gulak, Lacey Evans, and a weird squash that had her almost be counted out. Uh, and you had the New Day losing to Rude and Ziggler. Yeah, it was kind of weird. I think they're in a weird instance where they're trying to, which is weird considering all these guys were for the most part on SmackDown already. But um, I think they're trying to sort of reestablish the landscape and kind of things. I mean, it's looking like Kofi isn't going to be in the main event considering uh Xavier Woods injury it seems like he's back to tag team duty um with Big E which I'm sure he's fine with um even the Miz himself I think the Miz is a serviceable character he's kind of been like relayed to like host right like he's yeah. he's been hosting Miz TVs for like the last three weeks he's been um, doing good though he's been doing good he's been doing great I mean he does great in any in any capacity that he has and I think um you know, I think they're kind of reestablished a thing. I think probably the most interesting thing seems to be the Daniel Bryan Nakamura thing. Um, yeah, yeah. Which I'm I'm interested in. Um, and then also what they do with Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt is supposed to be on Miss TV this coming Friday on SmackDown. So that'll be interesting. Yeah, that's, that'll be. That's that. I mean, the crowd is pretty much silent the whole show. Um, yeah, it wasn't that really great of a show. I think it was a good six man tag main event. I thought it was great. I, and um, and again, uh, to to note, SmackDown was on FS1. That actually did affect how I watched it because I forgot that it was on FS1, so I didn't actually catch it till way later that night. Um, not going to happen again this week, though. It'll be on the yeah. regular Fox Network. Um, yeah. Not can't say I'm a big fan of that type of thing happening, though. <laughs> going to be honest. Nah. I mean, 
th- the third weekend, I think it's uh, you lose a lot of momentum or whatever. I mean, the show isn't even that great to be being with, but then yeah, the yeah, yeah. momentum that you have is uh, is 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 bad. So yeah, I hope it Some- doesn't happen again. And, and again, the timing of this is so weird with it premiering in a notoriously tough season for WWE with baseball, football, and basketball now. And you have, you know, a Saudi show that you can't really book your whole, you know, you can't book your whole territory, so to speak, on this one three weeks because you have to book to a show that not everyone's going to be on. So the women are right. kind of lost in the show. And then Survivor Series well, is right after that. I, I don't even think there's not even like a a healthy women's division on the brand. Like they need more. I was just looking at it now. It's like, man, if Becky was on SmackDown, I think it, the entire show would be uplifted a lot more. Or I don't even know if it's Charlotte, uh, but if they need someone else on that roster, they need a couple more. You no, know, they took away Randy Orton. They took away uh Becky Lynch. I mm-hmm. think, you know, if Jeff Hardy ever comes back, I think he's going to fit great on SmackDown. I think if a couple more people decide to just, I don't know if they're called up or switched or something along those lines, but SmackDown needs a little bit more, to be honest with you. They're kind of yeah. lacking in the star department because Raw, Raw was cool. Yeah, Raw was, I thought, I thought Raw was a fun show. I thought it had a really fun, it, it, like, again, like, Heyman's really hitting his stride here, and I think that there's another level he can take it that he probably can't do until after all of these weird Survivor Series Crown Jewel shows are done. But, like, by TLC, like, we should be, we should be cooking with gas here because, I mean, you got Royal Rumble right after, and that's really where, you know, the storylines excel. Um, mm-hmm. I think the biggest <laughs> segment on this show, which, again, I thought this was hilarious i thought it was funny i thought it was really good i like the divorce court angle man i'm not gonna lie to you let's talk about it because we haven't talked about this for weeks because it's just yeah, you've been, been waiting kind of like been waiting to talk about this it's just been kind of like a lot of soap opera stuff but it's been very entertaining i think the fact that they and use it to close raw and then kind of the things that were said i think if it was on any point of the show any other point of the show, I think their show would have had like a steep decline from there. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they capped it off great by ending it with this car crash yeah. of a segment from people screaming out, you're a sex addict and all you did wanted to put babies in me. And, Ooh. you know, Rusev is just like, I just want my Lana back. And then like, and then you know, Bobby, Bobby Lashley, Lashley comes out in full gear. He was wearing a suit. <laughs> what a lame <laughs> man. The only one in gear. Do you think that, that Bobby's, uh, I mean, we already know Rusev's doing a great job here as Babyface. And Lana, I think Lana, to me, is my favorite thing here as far as just the way she's presented. But I think Bobby's, I think this is, I think Lana, this is definitely the position that she wants to be in. And yeah. she's been winning for a long time. And I think, you know, I say it just about everybody. Everybody gets their turn eventually, no yeah. matter who you are, to be honest with you. I, I dig this. I, I really did dig this a lot. I, I love the like, the king. I love Lawler during this whole segment as well. He was really hilarious. Um, of course, it ends with with Bobby hitting Rusev in the nuts and them kissing over him. And I, and you know the only thing I could think was that you know when this finally pays off and Rusev gets his revenge, like he's going to be one of the most over guys on the Raw roster. It, it, it's mm-hmm. giving me it's giving me like ninety seven ninety eight vibes a little bit, yeah. but not. Oh, yeah. No, I agree. Like it, it's it's really like it's it's giving me a lot here and and I really dig it. Um, another really strong angle was the Kabuki Warriors page angle. Uh, this oh yeah, let's write that French. off. 
Yeah, let's let's get that out of this. They saw the tweets. They saw her boyfriend's tweets. So they was like, nah, you gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta go, mama. I appreciate I stand. Um, nah, but Paige, I mean, I think it was a great way to wrap that up, right? Paige hasn't yeah. been with them for quite some time. They win the championships without Paige. It's kind of like they don't need her. They come out with awesome gear, like the the new the new black, you know, matching thing. I'm a I'm a sucker. Oh, for I I'm digging the fact that I'm digging the fact that Kyrie Sane is really all in on this heel turn. <laughs> <laughs> she is really good. Like, did you see at the end of the match? Well, she faced Becky Lynch in a really solid match. I thought it was it was really good. Uh, but at oh, the yeah. end, like Becky's trying to like put her hand out and like Kyrie kicks her foot. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> I'm 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 in it. I'm in it. I'm here. I love I, that they missed the page. Um I love Asuka also I, being a really great heel <laughs> during the match. Yeah. Yeah, and the fact that it opened Raw, and I think uh, obviously Asuka is the more uh, reputable of the two. But also, this is going to the stand. They never needed Paige, to be honest with you. No. And I, you know, everyone was just like, oh, they needed to speak. But I think they can get it across. And I yeah. think the miss thing, I think the miss thing is really what gets it across because now it's like they're dangerous and they're assholes. Yeah. And so I keep saying, like, my biggest, my biggest wish, and I cannot wait for this to happen because I'm going to pop when it does. Is Asuka does the mist and someone's they've, they've scouted it and then they, they they she misses the mist, but then Kyrie missed the person that countered it. Mm. And that like I cannot wait for like the the, the double mist to happen. That's gonna be a cool I'm, moment. Well, listen, it's pro- I feel like it's likely gonna happen because we've got another tag team that has now appeared on Raw. Um Charlotte Flair and Natalia. It's only a matter of time, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's only a matter of time. Is it? I give it three weeks. I give it three weeks, and they're the new tag team champions. I give. Uh, don't well, get me wrong, Oscar, Oscar, and 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 Oscar um, and Kyrie Sane tonight will go up against Team Kick um, on NXT. So yes. that is something to look forward to, and show them who the actual Team Kick is. Uh-huh. Um, but. From there on, I mean, they're in a lot of the tag team division on on Raw and or SmackDown for the women. It's like three deep. Like they're gonna be, they're yeah. practically number one contenders already. I mean, I mean, it's it's you got to give them something. I think there's an interesting through line here with Becky, Charlotte, and Natalya, and Asuka, and Kyrie. There, mm-hmm. um, I, I I think, I think we're could be a banger. Yeah, I, I think we're on a on a real. Uh, I mean, you could potentially see Team Kid go to Raw one week. You know, like I, that's. A potential there especially for tag teams but um i think the the match that we're going to be waiting to see at, at tlc at least is going to be oscar uh becky right i think so i mean there's definitely potential for that um if they if they lose the championships or something along those lines but there's definitely potential for that um oscar versus becky is definitely in the cards i actually think it might happen before survivor series to be honest with you um just from the way that they've been pitching in, then the way Becky has been like unfinished egging, business. She, yeah, she wants this match. She mm-hmm. wants this, and it's gonna be a big match. So I'm all for it. I'm all yeah. for it. It's a program uh, that everyone wants to see and everyone wants to experience. Asuka, the only person that has penned or submitted Becky on a in a one on ones match this whole year. Back, way back in January. Mm, is that right? I think well. It's not completely right, but she's actually, no, 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 notable. Charlotte, Charlotte beat her. Charlotte beat her. Charlotte one hundred percent beat her. Yes, one of one of two um, people. Sorry, one of two people that have beaten her. 
one on one. It's Charlotte. She doesn't count. Um, that was like Charlotte's first the- win against her in like a year. <laughs> yeah. Did you see the incredible RKO out of nowhere? Well, yeah, it's it's it, go, it went viral again. It always does. It's the most viral. Randy Orton's RKO, he's he's taking quite some pleasure in making sure he get out of nowhere. And the way that um, Ricochet sold it by having his head spike completely, very You Got Served-esque, in terms of spiking his head into the mat. And it was just incredible. The people popped for it. He's from St. Louis. They were in St. Louis. I mean... And then the match you got an- before that was really good, too. It was really good. I mean, I'm not for – I was initially like, another rematch. We just saw this last week. But these two really work well together. Ricochet, yeah. and, Ricochet and Drew McIntyre, I could see even if they wanted to in the future, just a major program down the line, like a couple of years from now, and et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, I, I really like that uh, that match and that finish. Uh, again, once again, going towards the Team Hogan, Team Flair uh, match. We also had – Andrade and Sincara. Sincara debuted a new valet, which everyone was going crazy for. He still took Catalina. L. Catalina. <laughs> it's Carolina, man. It's Carolina. It's Carolina. No, it's Catalina. No, no, it's actually Carolina. They 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 officially said her name. Wow, and, uh, that's true. Yeah, they got it wrong. No, it's Cata- Catalina. No, I'm saying it in Spanish, so you 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 don't see oh, the I way you said that I'm rolling the R. No, I didn't say. It. I said Catalina. See, it's different. Catalina. It's the rolling of the R. See, gotta gotta know that. Gotta know that. Um, but yes, interesting dynamic. I like the way they introduced her. I like the way it gave me very much so like S.A. Rios Lita vibes. Listen, in terms she, of- she will not be with Sinkar in three weeks. She will be firmly <laughs> challenging for the women's title. <laughs> that was a sneak, oh, yeah. that was a sneak call up. And, and, and Sin Cara will just be clapping in the background with like a whatever pay-per-views up next t-shirt, like yeah. <laughs> a crown uh, jewel shirt. Oscar <laughs> will be tapping her out in about a month. So like we are not I'm not worried about this at all. I think I mean it's good for you. Recent NXT recent um performance center assignee, 19 years old. She's got a mm-hmm. lot to learn. She's called up to the main roster very instantly. I, I like it. It's it's very cool. So you know what? Props to her, props to you know Sin Cara. I hope this gives him a little more injection of life in his character and this should be good for the Sincara andrade program it adds another sort of element to it that we haven't seen before so i'm all for it um seth rollins had a really long match against eric rowan that i he went the distance didn't he <laughs> 15 minutes 15 minute match wow two commercial breaks uh young eric rowan i feel like um what was it what's my name ant-man's guy ant-man um Gosh, Ant-Man from, I'm trying to figure out his actual actor's name. Oh, Um, uh, Paul Rudd. Yeah, I felt like the meme. Who would have thought? Look at us. Who would have thought? Not me. 15 minutes. (laughs) Not me. (laughs) On Raw, Eric Rowan. (laughs) Who would have thought? (laughs) I I watched the first five and caught the last five. It It was fine. Yeah, it was fine. It was cool. I liked it. I liked it a lot. I think, um... Seth Rollins has shown a lot more grit than recently, so it's a little bit more, a lot more aggression in terms of the things that he's done. He he yelled at that, you know, forklift instructor to <laughs> get out of the way. And, uh, forklift director says, "Say less." <laughs> <laughs> but he did all that. I, you know what? I was fine with the match. 
it continues to add on brick by brick of something that we could potentially see coming this Thursday, Crown Jewel. Mm-hmm. Maybe a double turn, maybe something, who knows? But yeah, it's a um it's two more thing. Two more things before we before we get out of here. Alistair Black. Um I think we should pay attention to what's going on with him. I hope so. I mean, he's been doing this for at least like the past like five months now, so I think he might get attention to something. I think he, if not a program, he's going to be on that Survivor Series team. He has to be. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. He's got to be on Team Raw. He's got to be. He's got to be. He's got to be on that team. Uh, And also, Humberto uh, Carrillo and AJ Styles, they're really, they're pushing this kid. They they like Humberto Carrillo. He must have been one of those secret guys we didn't know about that Paul Heyman wanted on Raw. Yeah. Uh, Because Buddy Murphy got a little, you know, Buddy Murphy got a little action too. So, you know what? Paul, you know Paul Heyman's raw. I'm not. I'm a fan. It feels like anybody's this. game on this on this show. Like it feels like anyone could be I in the agree. main event. I agree. I agree. It's it's really really good. Um, quick uh quick uh one thing before yeah. we uh before we start wrap up. There was a little comment on um from a little snippet of a video that WWE put up where. Um, he talks to Corey Graves. Corey Graves' new podcast it debuts. I think it debuts today. Um, we have to give a shout out to you know Emilio, absolutely, um, for his work on that. We got to talk to Emilio eventually and kind of like if he's allowed. I mean, <laughs> if he's allowed, if he's allowed. I mean, at this point, you know, at this point, people are. We tried before, and <laughs> yeah, yeah. But he says he, Triple H wants to end the NXT Raw SmackDown um, pipeline as we know it. What do you think about that? That's gonna be tough. Um, I think there are people. Yeah, go ahead. There are people that will be ready. There are people that I know that Heyman probably wants, and that Pritchard probably want. I don't think that. Well, I, here when I read when I when I heard that I was just like, well, that explains why Shane has had the belt. But when he explained the Oscar thing, he was like, well, let me just have Oscar. And it was like, <laughs> I, I think that he asked for Shayna, and that's why she has the belt for so long. And then I, I looked at the undisputed there, and I was just like, I bet you they wanted them, and they gave them all the belts, and they can't, you can't do anything about it <laughs> to keep them on the show. Yeah, I mean, quite honestly, yes. Uh, you know, I'm a, I'm interested in sort of how this turns out. NXT has also always been the lifeblood of the sort of main shows. You look at the main shows now, and pretty much 99% of them have come from NXT, except maybe like Carolina and Braun Strowman. Yeah. Um, but they, uh, it'll be interesting. I, I'm, I'm not for it. I want the NXT people on Raw and SmackDown. I feel Me like too. everyone deserves to have various moments that they might not have on NXT, especially a WrestleMania moment that you may not have if you're on NXT forever and not to say anything bad about NXT takeovers, but WrestleMania is WrestleMania and there's yeah. only one. Um, so they, I think everyone should, if they get Finn, why not send someone up? That's my thing. Like if, if they get Finn, send Matt Riddle up, you know, I agree. I think like, someone, yeah, I definitely think they need to start setting people up. Even if it's not like we're sending people up like two people every quarter, at least a couple people up. I mean, the women's division, Bianca Belair, please. I'm ready. On. I mean, it, it, Cyrus and MJ get to talk about her on their show. I'm trying to talk about Bianca Belair on the main show. Like, yeah, like, come on. Stop, how many, like, do we got to wait, really wait till April to see her? <laughs> I agree. Yeah, well, we shouldn't have to. Wouldn't it be a lot more sensical for them to do a shakeup in April and have NXT be involved? Yeah. Right? That makes sense. Yeah. Right? Yeah. No, you're right. So, I mean, you're for every for so okay, so it would be like this like SmackDown would get two, Raw would get three, NXT would get one, right? 
Yeah. That that's that'd be how it works. I mean, that would make sense. I mean, since it, shake it up, like really shake it up. Like, there's so many people on these rosters. It's like they're saying that you know there's no lockers at the PC anymore. You know, it's just like someone has to go somewhere. You know. Yeah, you either call them up or start firing them. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, at this point, <laughs> start oh, letting man. them go. All right, so we we've talked very long. Uh, we talked a lot about. Uh, Jordan Miles this this episode. So thank you guys for bearing with us and listening to us. We just felt as though we had to get it off our chest. Uh, as always, follow us at RNC Radio live on Twitter. Are we going to bring hot hot takes back next week? Um, we should. If you got hot takes, especially about this Jordan Miles situation, I mean, keep your angry thoughts to yourself. But if you got any hot takes about um, you know. Any sort of situations that are going on or even Crown Jewel, because at this time it will be over. Um, or, or what you got going in Survivor Series. Yeah, submit the hot takes. We'll talk about it next week. We'll for sure. I'll make some time. We'll definitely yeah. go into it. So submit your hot takes. Once again, the link will always be in the bio um, of the episode. Submit your hot takes. We'll go through them. Trust us. We, um, we didn't we didn't do we didn't do CM Punk watch this week, but I think that we had such a big topic. We'll get to it next week. I mean, he wants the big bag. <laughs> I mean, it's clear. That's the update for this week. He still wants the big bag. <laughs> he still, you said 20 to 25 mil. I was like, do you know who, who you know who this company is? We like, got that. <laughs> <laughs> we just gave away that last week to some foreign guy. Come on. Yeah, this guy don't even speak English and he got 20 mil. Like, he, come on. Like, what's that? What's that? What's that? that's cm punk watch for a week that's a that's a little dose maybe we'll have more next week um but until then i mean a show 106 106 in park uh also we have uh the halloween episode or the october episode of spot callers coming out today as well we are reviewing halloween havoc 1993 boom i like it i like it um We've got a lot of things on the pipeline. You have RSPN. Make sure you want to listen to that. We have the first responders, which dropped. We talked about um, Cam, um, Taylor, and oh my God. Drew. My homie Drew. And Drew. And Drew talking about um, Kanye's latest album. So make sure you want to listen to that. Um, You also got the Perfect Play also coming back. Actually, the Perfect Play came last week. I think it's bi-weekly now, so you won't get it until next week. But make sure you listen to the other episode back then. Um, It's a challenge. We'll be back this week. Couldn't do it last week due to sort of, uh, you know, technical difficulties. However, um, it'll be back this week and we'll be talking about two episodes. So make sure you stay tuned to that. That'll be coming out on Friday and always. Can I just say, can I just say that I love that you do that show? Oh, really? Yeah, I love that. I love, <laughs> I love listening to it. I just love that you're finally doing this show. I appreciate it. Thank, Thank you. you. Um, and as always, you can listen to, on this A-Show feed, The War Report, every Friday, Cyrus and MJ. They well, talk the hottest about new shows, a- baby. <laughs> listen, they talk about NXT. They talk. I'm sure they'll have some thoughts on the Jordan Miles, too. Please do give us your thoughts on that, guys, um, when you listen to this episode, because I definitely do want to hear it. But you'll also get everything that's going on in AEW, especially as they're heading towards their full gear pay-per-view. Is that this weekend? It's next weekend. <laughs> okay. All right. You know, you know, I don't know the non-WWE stuff. Yeah. Um, full Gear is coming up, so they're definitely on the road to that. And then also NXT TakeOver War Games is eventually on the horizon, and they're kind of like setting the scene. So stay tuned and make sure you listen to the War Report on the A-Show RNC feed. All right. Until next time, peace. Peace. Happy Rusev Day. We're we'll back with that now. We're we back with that now. <laughs> <laughs> now he's a sex addict. Amen. Happy Rusev Day.
All right. Peace out, guys.